I'm such a country bumpkin, man. Lisa Lanier earlier this week texted me and said, listen, I'm in Germany, but we're good to go on Lawyer Up. And I was like, she's in Germany. (laughs) How can we do that? How can she contact me from Germany? She's supposed to be there. She's in Germany. So just she's on hold right now from Germany. Okay. Mm -hmm. Doing Lawyer Up. And she sends me pictures. She goes, this is what I'm looking at right now. And it's all these things from the German countryside. Oh. And I'm sitting here going, what? I'm seeing I Germany. I'm it. seeing That's what a bumpkin I am. Here's why she's there. There's a legal. Uh, we have a little audio about Germany and the legal procession. Legally, it's his fish. He's going to eat it. Is it illegal to fish? You're from Germany. I'm not from Germany, actually. He caught it legally. He can take it home. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Look out of there! They will put every German from Germany in prison! Lisa is in Germany to put every German from Germany in prison. <laughs> they may, they're going to need lawyers. <laughs> this is the German national anthem. All rise. Dave's kneeling. <laughs> Do we need a tribunal? <laughs> Live from Germany. Please welcome Lisa Lanier, our official attorney. Willkommen. Of this program. <laughs> Lisa. I say, Lisa, how are you? Hello, I'm fantastic, and I sound like I'm in the room next to you, it's right? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. These cell phones, they work everywhere, Kelly. I don't understand <laughs> it. I do not. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Where are you in Germany, Lisa? Where are you? Where are you in Germany? At the moment, I just sent, I just sent some photos. At the moment, I am standing in the courtyard of the beautiful San Susi Palace. That was, uh, it's considered the Versailles of Germany, and it was built in the 1700s by King Frederick of Prussia. Mm, yes, and it's uh, it's gorgeous. We've done Berlin. Uh, we did um, yesterday a place that is uh, in the countryside that is all canals. There's no cars. They get around on flat bottom boats. It's oh. really gorgeous. Golly. We're in the palaces. <laughs> yeah, and then on to Munich tomorrow. Dog. Dang. Listen to her. Well, hey to the Kaiser. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable to me. This is an unbelievable happening that she is in Germany. And still... Working, doing the doing the Lanier Law Group, Lisa Lanier mm-hmm. Lawyer Up report for us here today. Oh yeah, are you ready for these, Lisa? I'm ready. Yes, I was up at. Well, you know, it's a nine hour time difference, so wow. it's two o'clock in the afternoon here. So, uh, yeah. Wow, you, you are, are, what a trip! And listen to the the clarity of that phone. It's better than in being in Germany Raleigh. from Germany. Yeah, that's Verizon. right. I gotta, gotta give it to Verizon. You know. Um, hey, all right. Shout out Verizon. Shout out. There right. you go. Okay. I'm a consumer segmenter man myself, but whatever. Whatever y'all want. Jitterbugging man. I'm, I'm jitterbug guy. That doesn't even make it to German town. I mean, I don't. I think I don't know. Uh, let's talk a few things here. Uh, all these stories today involve people on the influence of either drugs or alcohol, including a man who is going to trial against celebrities Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Those two bought a mansion for $15 million a few years ago from a seller named Carl Westcott. Now, he's 83 years old, businessman, veteran, and he claims that the paperwork that uh, – that locked in the sale from him to Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. He was on back pain medication at the time, <laughs> painkillers, because he had recently had a surgery. And now he's saying, I don't want to sell my house. <laughs> I sold what for what to who? 
<laughs> I can't believe this. So they're getting ready to go to trial with him because they said, hey, this he is our house. He wants it back? He wants it back. They said, this is our house. He emailed Berkshire Hathaway and said, don't you dare. I'm not selling that house. Well, they gave him money. He's got money, yeah. Gave him $15 million, but he was on painkillers. He's like, I want my house back. What do you think, Lisa? Mm. Was he of his right mind when he sold the house? How does this work? Well, that's what that's what it's going to come down to. Today's episode actually makes me think about this game. It's like one of those uh, adult games, kind of like Cards Against Humanity. I play it occasionally with friends. Mm. It's called Stoned, Drunk, or Stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's today. uh, that's today's episode. <laughs> You're right. So, uh, yeah, so the, the law in California where this originates says that voluntary intoxication by drugs or alcohol, whether medicinal or recreational, makes a contract voidable, but there is a presumption that the contract is valid. So this old guy on the painkillers is going to have to show that he was so impaired that he didn't understand what he was doing. And that's a pretty high bar because he's got to rebut the presumption, the legal presumption that the contract is valid. There are other disabilities that you can be under, like if you're under 18, for example, or you are mentally incapacitated. Um, then you, it's automatically void. But in the situation of intoxication, it's voidable. After, if he can show, he ha- but he would have to show how impaired he was, that his thought processes and his understanding of what he was doing. And if they can show witnesses, you know, saying that in the bargaining he was, you know, very competent, uh, then because the voidable law in California is really just to protect people from being duped. And there's kind of a the quintessential case surrounding it has to do with a, a drunk mm-hmm. who a banker took advantage of and he sent a realtor over acting as his agent and intentionally took advantage of him and just grossly underpaid for his real estate that's the kind of the, the where the bar is set but here he's just gonna i don't know i don't know how in, how impaired this guy was and if it's enough to be able to overcome that presumption so it's all about that banker was milburn drysdale by the way <laughs> oh, commerce bank yeah. you know the name i know milburn yeah, yeah. i don't admit, you know jay me. hathaway did most of the work uh, on yeah, drysdale yeah. he bought and sold a bunch of houses yeah. way more than anybody in this room yes. put together that's right yeah that is an involved right. process oh it's God, usually not just doesn't take a day seller one-on-one it's, it's a lot, lot of, of in between lawyers a lot going a lot on of other people a lot of papers to sign on day and it takes at least a month for a regular house yeah i can't imagine how long it takes for 15 Mill. Oh no, kidding! Uh, yeah, it's at least thirty. Yeah, he's days. not sitting down with them over yeah. coffee. Making- right, right. Appraisals came in and had to be arranged, and I mean, it sounded a little bit to me like maybe the guy just had a little bit of seller's remorse and yep. decided to try to squirm out of it. But it made maybe he's you know maybe he's legit. Yeah. I, don't know. We'll I wonder if he thinks he can get more. Uh, maybe because if, if he thought the price was too low. Well, you know, they bought it three years ago, so now the price is way up. Mm-hmm. You know, the pr- housing the sky- values up. The values of houses have skyrocketed in three years, so it might be that that's yeah. exactly the right. Well, Lisa may not know the word of the week here is audacity. audacity. He's got some audacity. audacity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's German for audacity. Audacity is the question. Oh, my goodness. All right. I do not know. Audacity. 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 I always think of German words as just English words, but yelled in a yeah. louder. Yeah. <laughs> Every German yeah. in Germany. Yeah. That's right. Talk about audacity here. Now there's a lawsuit against Delta. There is a woman and her daughter. They were on a flight out of uh, JFK in New York to Athens, Greece. Greece, and the woman says that she and her 16-year-old daughter were seated, seated next to a guy on the trip that had clearly been overserved by Delta Airlines and continued to be overserved, and he wound up 
saying some terrible things to them and groping her and groping the daughter. Finally, had to change seats. And when he got off the plane in Athens, nothing was done to him. There was no police involvement or anything like that. So she's suing Delta now for over-serving and putting them through this, an intoxicated Delta passenger. She's not suing the passenger. She's suing the airline. I think she's going to win. Lisa, what do you think? Yes, absolutely. There are both FAA and international regulations that prohibit a passenger from being over-served on a flight. And in uh, under FAA rules, the pilot is the one responsible for all mishaps on the plane and uh, could even be sanctioned. And uh, there was actually a situation not long ago where a pilot was suspended. Um, it, and it was egregious because his, they were his friends. He he was partying with his friends. He wasn't drinking, but they were drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and right before the flight. And then he knew how intoxicated they were. And then he, he asked the flight attendants to continue to serve them. And he was suspended for quite a while. I think it was something like several months. And uh, so there's certainly a presence for that. And and here, you know, this poor girl, and they asked, they begged. They served him, I think it was 12 Mm-hmm. Uh, vodka tonics plus a bunch of other beer and wine that they couldn't even keep track of how many they served him and they begged the the mother daughter 16 year old daughter i think mm-hmm. begged the flight attendants to stop serving him begged the flight attendants to move him or move them and they wouldn't do any of it yeah and now uh, finally the girl is sitting there crying and one of the other passengers said look i'll i'll switch seats with you so at least the, the girl got to move that is a long flight that's a terrible so, uh, situation yeah, yeah. It's really terrible. i cannot figure out because usually these days flight attendants are all over anybody that's misbehaving and mm-hmm. they'll you know mm-hmm. turn the plane around they'll apprehend the person they'll you know use tape to or uh, little zip ties to you know restrain them i mean usually they're all over it so i don't know what the story was the only thing i could figure is maybe the mother and daughter you know sometimes if you are sort of karenish in your delivery or something i mean maybe they thought they were being no. you know not the, not the nicest that's mm-hmm. what i was trying to scratch my head thinking why in the world would they not maybe they didn't believe them or they Must have been. thought they were just being complainers there had to be a reason because this would be something that normally flight attendants would be all over Biggie, what's German for Karen? Karen! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's just Karen. Biggie, you're spot on. I'm telling you, you're spot on with these impressions. I'm telling you, the people here, not very warm. They're always kind of mm-hmm. kind of shouting in, in, in a language that is not very pretty. Hey, have a great yeah. trip, Lisa. Thank you so much for doing this. So nice of you to take time from your vacation to be on with us back over here in the United States. Yeah. Whoop-a-bum. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. You as well. There she goes. You're missing the talk. <laughs> <laughs> this what? is a palace. <laughs>